Is Darkhawk worth your tokens, right? You saved up 6,000 collector's tokens, you're looking at your shop, Darkhawk pops up, is he worth that investment? We're gonna take a look at this guy today in depth, break down some of the decks he's with, break down the synergies with, and just fully discuss if this guy is truly worth 6K tokens. Let's get into some of the deck list. Darkhawk, four energy, one power, uh, ongoing, two power for each card in your opponent's deck. So if we do nothing else at all, at the end of the game, this guy is a four seven. However, because of synergies and cards in the game that can help you increase your odds, of course, there are several, you know, very powerful cards that really do help you engage in this. Uh, Rockslide and Korg are at the top of the list. Both of these cards, you know, add cards to our opponent's deck, which means, you know, Korg is a plus four, Rockslide is a plus four, so with any one of those cards, or, you know, with just one, just by playing Korg on turn one, your Dark, your Dark Hawk is going to be a 4-11. On curve, in the game, there's nothing that can compare to that. You know, if you play one Korg or one Rockslide, your 4-11 is just unbelievable. You know, the power that comes with that really is unmatched at the 4 cost. If we talk about Zabu, if we're making, you know, our Rockslide cost 2, our Dark Hawk cost 2... That's just an unbelievable amount of power that we can put out into the game for four energy. You're talking, you know, 11 power for Darkhawk, six power for Rockslide. Uh, the added bonus of adding rocks to our opponent's deck to loosen to make his draws worse. You know, you're talking about 17 power for four energy, uh, along with the ability to have another card be put in there, which is just unbelievable. Um, the Mystique combination with him is pretty wonderful. It can be a little cheeky, but it still does create ways to play multiple Darkhawks in a world where you don't have Moon Girl, so which is really important. Of course, another card that is pretty good with it is Black Widow. Um, Black Widow is just another card that it stops our opponent from drawing, so it turns your Black Widow into a 2-3 in essence, on games that you draw Darkhawk, which is important to note. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Black Widow, but it does see play in a fair amount of the deck, so I wanted to shout it out real quick. Uh, and of course, in just about every Zabu shell, you know, you're gonna have these other four cost cards that really help you. Um, it's important to note that cards like Armor and Cosmos are very valuable with your Darkhawk as well, because you don't wanna just easily let your opponent Shang-Chi it. Uh, Quinjet in the decks with Moon Girl, quite powerful. You know, you can't really ignore that. Wong is kind of the same thing. If you can have Wong and Rockslide throw even more, you can kind of hit these big numbers. But the real truth about Darkhawk is that, like, at, once again, at four energy, you know, as long as he is 11 power in the game, he, he, that, those numbers are really hard to match for four energy. So when we talk about Zabu for two energy, you know, with a moon girl and things like that, all of a sudden you're like, hey, here's 22 power, or uh, with She-Hulk is another great way, is hey, here's 21 power, you know, spread out through the game. All really powerful. You know, ob the obvious weakness also is Enchantress, which is another reason why Cosmos is really good. It's really good to put on a lane with Cosmos or 
any of the lanes that would require you not to be able to remove ongoing or just kill big guys in general. But uh, all in all, the synergy cards for this are, you know, at the end of the day, like, he could very easily fit into most shells just by saying, I'm going to play Korg and Rockslide. So you could just play Korg, Rockslide, and Darkhawk and still have a great shell for Darkhawk. You don't even necessarily, you don't need Moon Girl. You don't need Mystique. You don't need Black Widow. You know, you don't, you don't need any of these other cards where it's like I said, you could have Armor, Cosmos, Rockslide, Korg, and Darkhawk. And those five cards can already kind of embody a deck list for you. Now, if if you have the option to play Zabu, I don't think you would ever not play Zabu. Like, he's just too powerful with two really good cards in your deck as is. And it makes multiple other cards in your, in your deck even better. So, I would say most likely Zabu is coming along with Darkhawk. But it doesn't... It doesn't it's not required by any which means. You're still going to win plenty of games with Darkhawk just being Darkhawk. But yeah, I mean, Zabu is pretty powerful. So, I would definitely not discredit it. Um, of course... If we look at the top of the tier list here, uh, number one deck in the tier list is literally called Zabu Darkhawk, uh, which means this is one of the best decks in the game. Um, let me move this over for you guys so you can see a little bit better here. But, you know, this is uh, it's a pretty phenomenal deck. Korg, Quinjet, Black Widow, Sentinel, Mystique, Zabu, Darkhawk, Moon Girl, Rockside, White Queen, Devil Dinosaur and American Chavez. Um, this is just a my guys are huge dot deck. Uh, Devil Dinosaur, Mystique, and Darkhawk all allow for really big end game potentials. You know, you look at this, you're like, oh, it's Zabu with only four car, four four costs. That's fine because it, this deck isn't. It doesn't need Zabu at all. But when you get Zabu, you're just so much further ahead that it's unbelievable. So. That's why we're, we're playing that here. Uh, the Quinjet making things cheaper with uh, the Moon Girl is wonderful. The Black Widow cutting off things early. As I said, I'm not the hugest fan of Black Widow, but in the end, it can make some very large differences. Uh, you know, it cutting people off and things like that. But I also believe that that card could simply be, you know, a Scorpion or an Armor as well. Uh, I believe the Armor really... It really locks in your cards from being Disrupted, uh, or Scorpion, who is just generally, like, instead of being a 2-3, effectively, of what Black Widow is doing, Scorpion's on average, like, a 2-5 or a 2-6, uh, so it's just more overall power in general, but that's just saying, like, I don't need my Darkhawk to be astronomical, um, but in games where you want to have double Darkhawks and double Mystiques and things like that, then the Black Widow is really not that bad at all, so... That's the top tier end. Um, and let's take a look at some of the other deck lists that you would see this guy in. You know, even if we just click Darkhawk again um, and we go back to his page, you know, you'll see we just scroll down. You know, like there's all different versions for him. Uh, you know, there's list with him in Dracula, um, which isn't that great. But the uh, the other big list. Here that I want to show off is one of my own that um, da, 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 da. so the other list that I wanted to just show off real quick is a list with She-Hulk that you can see very often and this is more of a like a controlled type list you know it has the same frame with the Korg and the armor um, 
or the Korg and Quinjet and Moon Girl and all things like that, but it adds this bonus of Chavez uh, and then She-Hulk as an, as an additional payoff. Basically what this is trying to do is Moon Girl on four, uh, so you can now double up Darkhawks, you can double up She-Hulks and things like that, to where you don't have to play anything on five. And by not playing anything on five, you're basically allowing your opponent um, to, to, you know, place where they're, they're putting their most power, so then you can follow up on the following turn with cheap She-Hulks and cheap Dark and cheap cheap Darkhawks to kind of win the game. Uh, obviously, you know sometimes you're going to Moon Girl on four and have double Spider-Mans, and that's going to also win you games just because you have double Spider-Mans. But I think for the most cube values, you know you want to have the double She-Hulks and the double Darkhawks and things like that. Um, specifically, if you have Quinjet in play, and it makes everything even more cheap. You could really have the ability to put out a ton of power with these different Darkhawk decks. Um, all in all, you know, Darkhawk is a really, really phenomenal card. I absolutely believe he is worth your tokens. And he you're not going to feel bad about purchasing this guy. Right now, it's January 27th. Um, there is a good chance that he hits the drop down at the end of February. If not, most likely, definitely at the end of March. But this is the type of card that is, you know, he's a top tier. He's in the best deck in the game currently right now uh, on the leaderboard. You know, on the, I believe the uh, the top person in the game has rank, hit rank 400 infinite playing a Darkhawk deck. It's one of the best cards in the game. You're not going to feel bad about spending 6,000 tokens on this card at all. Uh, it takes a little bit of, you know kind of getting used to playing it and things like that but all in all he's worth it uh if he pops up in your shop right now for six thousand tokens i don't think there's a better card to purchase like you could argue that sherry is better than him but sherry's about to drop down to three thousand tokens so because sherry's about to drop down to three thousand tokens if you're looking to spend six thousand on a series five card that you're not going to be able to get at for three thousand for some time or isn't going to be automatically put into your caches into a pity timer of some sort then the 6000 token is going to be best well spent on Darkhawk. that's my you know that's my honest opinion of this card uh he's just so very good and there are lots of ways to protect him yes there are lots of ways to interact and defeat him but the sheer factor of numbers and the ability for people to always have those answers is limited um especially when there are people that are already playing Cosmos for you. Honestly, you don't really need to play Cosmos in this deck because you have the ability to just utilize your opponent's Cosmos. And if they're not Cosmosing, then they're also probably not Enchantressing, and they're also probably not Shang-Chiing. So your guy's protected anyway. <laughs> all in all, um, very powerful card. Absolutely worth your 6k tokens. Definitely pick it up if you were, if I were you. All in all, if you're looking to see some Darkhawk gameplay, uh, it's going to be the next video that's going to follow this one. If it's not in the end credits that you're seeing right now, then it's going to be there very soon. Uh, I've been having a ton of fun with Darkhawk. I bought him about a week ago. He's very powerful, very strong, and we're going to see how he does in our infinite gameplay and things like that. So definitely check out this next video if you're looking to see actual gameplay for Darkhawk. And of course, if you haven't yet, hit that like button if you like the content here really does help us as we continue to grow last but not least hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed why not come on get in there let's help this community grow and everything and thank you guys for who voted in the poll 
very kind of you to vote on Darkhawk. He's a sweet card. There was other cards up for debate. I might cover those too to see if they're worth your tokens. But hope this really did help you decide on buying Darkhawk or not. You know, 6,000 tokens is an incredible investment and I really don't want people to waste their tokens. So we're gonna start doing more and more videos like this covering the is it worth my tokens. Darkhawk was number one and he's definitely number one for your tokens at 6,000 currently. I do not believe at all that there is a much better purchase than Darkhawk itself. So thanks again for checking all this out and we will catch you guys in the next one. See ya.